this pile of onions here. Oh, wait a minute. And now, finally, the last one is done. Phew. You're telling me that this whole time you were crying because you were chopping onions? Oh, yeah, right, right. Well, well you see, I'm making tofu hot dogs for lunch, and, <gasps> and I thought I'd chop up some onions for toppings, but when I started chopping the onions, well, I... You started to cry. Well, well, I, I always cry when I chop onions. And I always toot when I cut the cheese. What? What? Look, next time, just borrow Reggie's flight goggles. That'll keep the onion fumes away from your eyes. Hey, I didn't think of that. That's a, that's a great idea, Mindy, because I do know that if you wear goggles, like swim goggles or even a scuba mask while you chop onions, uh-huh. it can actually help keep the tears to a minimum. And that's probably because by wearing goggles over your eyes when you chop onions, it blocks some of the natural chemicals from the onion that irritates your eyes. I believe you're referring to the natural chemical known as the lacrimatory factor, or for short, LF. Yeah, yeah, LF. That's exactly what I was thinking. LF is the chemical that makes your eyes water when you chop onions. And and that was the chemical irritating my eyes that caused all those tears. And that's why you thought I was crying. Yeah, but when I cut up a potato or carrots or an apple, none of those things make me cry. So why do onions? Well, from what I understand, Mindy, it's the way an onion protects itself from its enemies. Enemies? Come on. What kind of predator would want to hurt an itty-bitty, teeny-weeny little baby onion? Uh, well, for starters, uh, us. Us? What are you talking about? 
talking about, Guy Raz? Why would we want to hurt an onion? What I mean is that the onion plant does everything it can to keep away any and all pests to prevent them from eating it up. So the onion plant has its own defense system? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Here, let, let's go to the vegetable garden to check it out. Okay. But only if I can stick a straw on one of those tomatoes you've got growing back there. I like to suck out the juice. No problemo, Mindy. Come on, let's go. Walk, 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 walk. Ah, the fresh air. Don't you just love nature, Mindy? I mean, look at all of this beautiful produce growing right here. We've got some some kale and some Swiss chard and some mustard greens and some... Hey, where's my donut tree? Uh... No, I planted that Cheerio around here somewhere. It was just a few months ago. It should have grown by now. Uh, here Mindy? is my donut tree. Uh, you, you know that Cheerios don't actually grow into donut trees, don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, objectively, I know that, but I also know that it rains diamonds on Neptune. <sighs> Honestly, Guy Raz, if it rains diamonds on Neptune, then there has to at least be a small sliver of a chance that a tiny Cheerio seed can grow up to be a big donut. Anyway, this is actually what I wanted to show you. Here, here, look. These long, thick blades of grass? Not just grass, Mindy. These are onion plants. Well, where's the onion? Well, the onion is right at the bottom here. See, it's it's the bulb of this plant. It's, it's the part of the onion that we eat. Oh, yeah, now I see it. Doesn't look too scary to me. Well, it, it's not supposed to look scary, but it is supposed to make it hard for us to eat. Yeah, but I'm not crying. Well, let's take this thing into the kitchen and slice it up and see what happens. Okay, but this time, I'm not going to feel sorry for you if you start crying like a baby. Okay, okay, Mindy, so we have this onion, and if I take a big bite out of it like an apple... Wait, time out, Guy Raz. Before you do that, a quick public service announcement. The experiment you are about to hear was conducted by trained professionals. Do not try this at home except under the direct supervision of a grown-up. Eating large quantities of onion may result in tears, extreme onion breath, oniony fingers, more tears, runny nose, temporary loss of friends. Teeth brushing is highly recommended, as is the use of rubber gloves. Now, back to the program. Okay, so, uh, can I, can I take a bite? Knock yourself out, big guy, Roz. Whew, that's... Spicy and and oh no, here comes the tears and oh man, those onion fumes are sticking my eyeballs out. Throw that thing into that sink of water. Okay. Phew. Much better. Man, you just bit into that onion and it basically bit back. Those fumes really stung. Yeah, in fact, Mindy, scientists Josie Silveroli and Marcin Golchak at Case Western University in Ohio have been trying to understand exactly why onions release these invisible gases that, you know, make our eyes sting when we cut or bite into them. And what did they find out? Well, they found out that when the sulfenic acid precursor floating in the cytoplasm in the onion cell mixes with the alinease, it creates the chemical we fondly know as lacrimatory factor, or in simple language, LF. 
Yeah, I have no idea what you just said. Actually, neither do I, really. Maybe it would help if if we went inside, you know, with our own eyes. Wait, so like actually go inside an onion? Not just an onion, Mindy. An onion cell. You mean those teeny tiny little pockets that kind of look like windows? Exactly. If you look at a piece of onion under a microscope, you'll see onion cells. And that's where you've got to go to see why onions make us cry. Okay, but where are you going to be? Well, I'm going to be looking through my microscope at you inside the cell. And and I'll do the play-by-play, you know. I'll try to see if I can explain what's happening. Okay, but are you sure you don't want to join me? I mean, I can shrink you with my shrink wand. I think I'll take a pass this time, Mindy. I'm still recovering from that time you shrunk me when you wanted to go visit that flea market run by real fleas. Gotcha, rugs! Rugs for sale! Rugs for sale! Great place to start a flea family! Who needs a rug? Mindy! Hey, hey you! You over there! Uh, Come over here! Oh, uh, oh, yeah, that place was awesome. I got such a good deal from that one flea bag who sold me a VCR and his entire collection of Disney videotapes. And I, I have to admit, the band was pretty good. Oh, M-G, do you remember that one flea on the base? Man, everyone was buzzing about that one. Well, anyway, I I left that flea market with a terrible case of fleas, and it took me like four flea baths to stop the itching, so I think I'm going to pass on being shrunk down again. Okay, suit yourself, but I'm going in. Okay, now if I could just find my... Shrink wand, where is it? No, that's oh, oh, I got it, I got it. All right, now let me turn this baby on and Mindy, over here, little buddy. Mindy, down here, tail chomper. Oh, oh, hey, you're so tiny. I never get to see what you look like all shrunken down. Oh, you're so cute. All right, enough with the baby talk. I need to climb into that onion slice and get inside one of those cells. All right, but don't forget your scuba gear. Already got it on, Professor. Okay, okay. Well, go ahead and climb inside this slice right here, Mindy. And I'll carefully place you and the onion slice on this glass slide so I can see you under my microscope. Now, Mindy, tell me what it feels like where you are. Wow! It feels like I'm floating in an aquarium! Okay, great! That liquid around you is called cytoplasm. Ooh, and over there is a bubble with something inside. Ooh, and now I see some other little bubbles with stuff inside. Okay, great! Yes, so some of the things you see floating around are called the sulfenic acid precursors. And then some of those bubbles you see are filled with something else called alienates. Yep, got it. Perfect. So now those bubbles, they aren't touching, right? No, it seems like they're just floating around in this cytoplasm. Okay, great. Now, Mindy, I'm going to cut into the cell that you are floating in. But please brace yourself because all of that cytoplasm is going to gush out. Okay, you ready? Okay, here goes. And... Mindy? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, where did those bubbles go? This is it, Mindy. This is where the magic happens. Look to your left. Do you see it? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
Yes, you got it. The sulfenic acid precursor and the alienase protein bubbles are mixing together and forming that oniony gas, the, the gas that makes our eyes tear up in water. Mindy, we've just witnessed the formation of the lacrimatory factor, or LF. This is magical, magical, I say. Okay, okay, ho- hold on, partner. Let me unshrink you. Just, just give me a quick sec to grab the shrink wand. It's, uh, it's somewhere here. Uh, oh, okay, I got it, got it. Are you ready, Mindy? I was ready ten minutes ago. Okay. Mindy, wasn't that amazing? I mean, we witnessed a true chemical reaction in nature. I know. And to think of all the trouble we humans go through just to eat onions. I mean, can you imagine the first humans who tried them at all? I mean, that was a pretty brave thing to do. Yeah, or the first human to try a bloomin' onion? I don't even think they had spicy dipping sauce back then. Hey, do you know that in Japan, scientists actually engineered a new type of onion that doesn't make you cry when you chop it up? A tearless onion? Yeah. Whoa, that's even better than no tears shampoo. And I bet it tastes better, too. You would think so, right? Not that I would know. Uh, I mean, a tearless onion? That takes all of the pain out of the process. Except one problem. Problem? Well, the Japanese scientists didn't just take out the tears. They also took out the flavor because it's possible that the same chemical that causes tears is the same chemical that gives onions its special oniony deliciousness. Huh, so I guess that means... Yep. Our days of crying into our bloomin' onion batter are far from over. Speaking of which, let's uh, slice the rest of these onions up. I can't take it anymore. Uh, I'm through with you, onions! (laughs) (sighs) Mindy? Mindy, you okay? Fine! <laughs> wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Boar's Head. Every foodie knows that if you want a taste of something incredible, look no further than your local deli. And of course, the crown jewel of the deli is the uncompromising quality of Boar's Head, the keeper of this culture for over 100 years. Just take a ticket and your counter concierge can help you find fresh, flavorful delicacies, customized just the way you like it. If you're looking to expand your culinary horizon, the deli counter awaits with a slice of something fabulous. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Support also comes from Cliff Kid. Cliff Kid understands that kids' active bodies and imaginations need the proper fuel to keep going, growing, and exploring. That's why they make Cliff Kid Z Bar, a delicious soft baked energy snack bar packed with wholesome organic ingredients. Get 20% off your order at checkout when you visit cliffkid.com/npr and use promo code NPRKID. Think of NPR's Life Kit as that friend who always has great advice about everything from how to invest to how to get a great workout. We bring you tools to help you get it together. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Listen and subscribe to Life Kit All Guides. That's it! Back 
to the show. Wow in the world. Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy and Guy Rose. My name is Elijah, and I am from Queensland, Australia. My wow in the world is that polar bear's fur may look white, but it is actually clear. Say hi to Dennis, Grandma G-Force, and Reggie for me. Hi. <laughs> I wish you guys could come to Australia. Oh. Hello, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Janie, and I live in New York City. My wow in the world is that crocodiles have a second eyelid that slides over their eyes when they go underwater. It works just like a pair of goggles. Bye. Hi, I'm Ellie Irish from Seattle, Washington, and my wow in the world is that you're actually seeing things upside down, but your brain is so smart that it helps you out and turns things right side up for you. I love your shows. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Viola, and I live in Decorah, Iowa. My wow in the world is that Saturn density is so low that it would float on water. Hi, Mindy Agaras. My name is Caroline, and I live in Prairie Village, Kansas, and my wow in the world is that lightning is only as wide as your finger. Bye! Hi, Mindy and Gyros. My name is Eden, and I live in Albany, Oregon, and my wow in the world is that, um... Komodo dragons are the biggest lizard species in the world. Say hi to Grandma G-Force, oh, the annoying Dennis, um, Thomas Fingerling, and Reggie. <laughs> what? Bye! Hi, Mindy and Garros. My name is Penny from Calgary, Alberta. My wow in the world is that uh, volcanoes can be active for thousands and thousands of years. Bye! Love your show! Hi, I'm Jack from Toronto, Canada. My wow in the world is that whenever frogs hibernate, they grow a new ring um, around their bones. Scientists can figure out how old dead frogs are by looking at their bones. Bye, love your show. And Reggie. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Hello. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups, 
For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep on wowing. Jinx! Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR.